Okay, so um, so I'm staring at this thing, I'm staring at this thing, I'm staring at this thing, and it appears there's like, I notice on the side, there's like a eject button that I think says the word eject, but I'm not sure because I don't really speak common that, I don't read common that well, and so I'm going to try to push it. And I rolled a 13 on the die, and I don't know what the modifier was. Minus one because of your intelligence. Okay, so 12. So you push the button, and two things happen. First off, the wax cylinder starts to melt down. Oh, God. <laughs> And secondly, there is a projection that is emitted above the console, and you do, in fact, receive the benefits of a captain's log Oh, from the gnomish captain, Captain Mecticulous. <laughs> I have to really catch my breath for this, because I have to do a gnome voice yeah, for an do. entire paragraph. If you don't do it, we'll all cry. <clears throat> this is cute with your uh, bronchitis. I'm sure this will come across really smooth. Oh, I know. Smooth. I know. <clears throat> Captain's log starting. You really need to commit to it, okay? <laughs> no frog yet. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you know you like it. <laughs> Captain's log starting. Well, time doesn't really exist anymore. Or so it would seem, as in spite of our best efforts, our simplest chrono detectors have gone all spindly. In any event, it would be remiss to begin this entry with anything less than an observation about the state of the crew. Namely, they're nuttier than a bag of turnips. <laughs> Abner's made the mistake of talking about the bone machines in his dream, and now the engineers are shirking their duties to draw blueprints of skelicopters. <laughs> to top it off, our Broadcaster 2000 is on the fritz again because of Horizon's mechagnetic interference. This all started when we recovered that stasis pod in Sector Thule's on Lamb Changing Voices. I'm certain it dates back to the Scrum Empire. If only we could find the means to open it. No amount of power saving has had any effect other than decapitating one of the crew due to its especially unsafe use. That's right, you were. It was your own. Nice. Okay. Very well done. Yeah, well, I, I, the, yeah. Gain inspiration. You can use it again. And have a lozenge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and a shot. five of them, just to be careful. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should do some creme de menthe. Ooh, I don't have any. I have straight vodka. You like, I don't wear creme de menthe. <laughs> What do you think I am? Is I going to crim the moron? So it sounds like we need to find the stasis pod that's causing all the fuck-ups. Um, Scrow Empire? Yeah, I think a history check would be appropriate for everybody. I'm not sure trained, but can I throw an untrained... Crit. Crit! The second time I've done this. Uh, wow. Look at my dice. Triple crit! Triple crit! Triple crit! Just tell us what the ending is, bro. I'm glad we did that on a fucking history check <laughs> on, a, on an unaffiliated session. <laughs> oh, we gave him the vapors. <laughs> wow. All right, cool. That's fucked up. Here's some exposition for you. <laughs> I've, I've just, uh, this is astonishing. This is <laughs> never happened before. I mean, we've been, pull, we've been playing D&D &D for the better part of a decade at this point. I don't think we've ever had a table full of crits on one roll. No. We came real close to Dark Sun one time. We had three crits and a one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, 
the Scro Empire. Uh, the Scro backwards is orcs. Orcs uh, ah. in space are the Scro. Gotcha. Uh, and they are a race that was a notoriously warlike race that was a big fucking problem for the galaxy. And their natural enemy were the space elves. And the war that consumed both races tore apart parts of the galaxy and left things in a state of utter disrepair. Um, it is recent history that the Skrull were completely defeated by the mass genocide performed by the Elven Navy. Um, oh. War crimes of especially gratuitous nature. Like the kind where you fire a doomsday weapon at a fleeing ship. And yes. that's why you have a this bullshit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and so uh, it is known to most people who study these things that the Skrull are extinct. That the elves were successful in their utter genocide of the fleeing Skrull. Um, committing some of the most heinous war crimes in the history of space, uh, and establishing themselves as the primary power in the galaxy. Okay, this is causing a conflict within me. Um, I hope this doesn't awaken something within me. Um, because Are you sexually that, attracted to orcs now? Well, I always was. That's, it's probably that's the poison fog. It's the chemtrail. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that was like... That's good enough adventure seating that I kind of want to make a serious Spelljammer character now. Yeah. Because I want to be like the last remaining Scrow. They sound awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when we sit down and play serious Spelljammer, <laughs> remind me yeah. that I said that. When we, when we do that. Yeah. 2029. 20, That's uh, ambitious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that is the backstory of the Scrow. And their empire has been gone now for probably about 100 years. Gotcha. Um, oh, so it's very recent. Yeah. There are always rumors of Scrow sightings, but they're never confirmed. And at this point, if there are any remaining Scrow, they are so underground that it's impossible to find them. Yeah, when the uh, when the logs are dating back to the Scrow Empire, I was thinking like thousands of years ago, but no, only about a hundred years. But it, because the genocide of it was so thorough and so fierce, finding any surviving anything from that right. empire is extremely difficult. All right, and this is why we all sort of believe the elves to be complete and total dick mouths. That and also because you've observed them being complete and utter dick mouths. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You stole a minivan. Who, who does that? It's fucking lame. That is lame. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, imagine being the car thief that shows up at your local chop shop with a minivan, be like, "Hey, I yeah. boosted this Dodge yeah. Caravan," and they're like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> but also, are you going <laughs> to get pulled over if you're driving a minivan doing like 55 on the highway? No, probably not. No. Because yeah. that's all you can do is 55 miles. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it almost fell apart doing 65 in the intro. So, yeah, uh, and that appears to be what they're talking about. Some sort of a stasis pod that's uh, integral to something from the Scrum Empire. Okay. That uh, would be important enough knowledge that War Talon thought you needed to come out here and go get it. All right, so we need to find this... Um when you find the stasis pod, I really... Before we do that, I imagine it's got to be on the right side of the ship because we've checked pretty much the other parts of the ship. You know, actually, funny you mention it. Um, oh, when you check the attic? The it was basically right under where you landed. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. All right. Well, and we I was going to suggest we should probably go to see if they stole in our van. But it sounds like both both side quests are in the same part of the map. So I would just go directly back there. Yeah. Do we Actually, do we want to go through the right side of the ship? Just to see what we missed on the way up? I kind of want to. Maybe there's an arboretum. Yeah. Orange Julius. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing the food court at the mall now. Eh? Um, and okay. Thing is still on the loose. And Thing is still on the loose. Thing? Yeah, the hand in the air. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. It's probably um, an ally. We're probably making an ally. If we can catch this thing and take back rubs. But also, what does it mean to the, the Thrycreens 
voice box. Yes. I don't know. Okay, yeah, we have his body. Do we want to see if this oh, voice box? Oh, yeah. yeah. that's right, he's dead. Check to see why he was changing color. And sure, yeah. Um, I will drag the corpse into the security yeah, room so they don't yeah. have to breathe the yeah. funk. Uh, Is there any way to clear out the funk? Uh, Can we break a window and air it out or anything? Well, it's coming in from the air envelope outside, uh, so okay. getting it outside would be a hard thing to right, do. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, that is a 15. Uh, it appears that's just a natural part of his biology, that the carapace changes colors on certain interactions, and mm. as to whether it's related to mood or stimulus, you have no idea. I think she was looking at the voice box thing. No, she's talking no. about the color change. Oh, 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 I'll look at the voice box thing, sure. Yeah, um, you're a whiz with electronics. Yeah, yeah. can I investigate the voice box? Uh, Not before I do. We'll call it straight intelligence roll. I got a 16, actually. Yeah, 18 on the die. Son of a bitch. Yeah. All right. Uh, when you push the voice box, no sound is emitted. Mm-hmm. Uh, it appears that it needs to be spoken into in the Thrykreen dialect in order to create a sound. Which um, I don't speak. But there is a dial that allows it to perform different voices, and uh, you know you can tell that there are certain things written in common where it has jubilant as one of the voices and morose, melancholy. Oh, boy. And he just had it set to jubilant as a default? Yep. (laughs) It actually still has the little plastic pull tab where you could change it after buying it. Oh, you just put the batteries back in. You just never remember to pull a tab out, so it was always jubilant like it was in the store. (laughs) Why did it switch to liberate us, though, if it was set on jubilant the whole time? It's got to be some magic bullshit of the black hole we're circling. Some kind of technology... Well, they're looking for a stasis pod. Well, we're also surrounded by all this, like, negative dead space energy, just black hole that we're circling, and... We keep fucking up with things. And I keep getting, like, pings on undead and aberrations and shit. I mean, well, the aberration could have been the strike green. But, like, I was getting other... Well, he was a monstrosity, not an aberration. Right, okay. I don't think we've detect- we run into anything that you detected. Well, that's, that's where I kind of want to take the right side of the ship. I want to see, like, it, it's probably not tactically sound, but I want to see what else is on it, you know? We came here to roll dice and monsters. We bought our ticket. Might as well go go for the ride. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fair enough. So you're going to take the other direction back to the ship? Yes. Uh, safe to assume I was able to accumulate all my hand axes back. I'm back up to six? Yes. Okay. I didn't launch it into space, so I don't see what I know. <laughs> into the black hole. And it's just gone. <laughs> uh, can I bring the voice? Like, how is it, like... It's somewhat bulky, but it's not heavy. Okay. So I can theoretically bring it with me? Yeah. Have basically a spirit box? Yeah. Ooh, Yeah. Yeah. I like where your head's at. <laughs> just make chittering noises into it and see if it translates anything. Or just leave it on and see if, you know, yeah. it starts talking to us through ghosts. Yeah, spirit boxes do the, they scan through AMM. And oh, God. Radio. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's really right at Alex Jones Alley, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the ghost of dead horse people. Axel Jonas. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did that out. We're getting sued. Well, <laughs> the liberal elf agenda, they don't want you to know that they killed all the orcs and the ghosts are hovering in space. I mean, sued with what? They'll talk to you. All right. Uh, so heading back through the other direction. Um, you are going to be heading out through one side of the bridge that appears to be the armory. Ooh. Uh, and the armory uh, is, in fact, loaded with all sorts of mundane weapons. Mm-hmm. Mundane in the sense that they're mundane in the PHP, but very not mundane to those of you who are familiar with spacefaring weapons. Guns. They were traveling with a phenomenal array of black powder weapons, Ooh. crossbows loaded with wooden stakes. Like, this looked like an undead hunting ass kicker's chamber. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I'm proficient in bows. Like, I'm better with thrown weapons, but... I'm not going to turn down a steak chucker. Yeah, it is just a crossbow with one piece of ammunition. 
that has the potential to immobilize a vampire. I don't know that there aren't vampires on the ship, so I'll take it. Are there only, like, are there light crossbows? Uh, they're only heavy, but they're heavy for small-sized creatures, which makes them light for you. <laughs> <laughs> There's some spelljammer logic for you. That's right. What about you? What do you want from the Wizard of Oz? Is there anything, is there anything big and impressive that a lizard man would be interested in? Or is it well, all let me show you something. Is it all tiny people's, uh, tiny people's things? Um, so actually, it's not one of the weapons up for display, but there's some other tools that are in here, and one of them is, uh, it looks like it's designed to be a replacement arm for, like, a gnomish robot. But it is a chainsaw that is seven foot long. Oh wow! <laughs> it's like a pole arm oh, chainsaw. It's, it's, it's a tree saw. From, uh, it's a it's a limb it's a limb saw. <laughs> <laughs> this is like those uh, uh, suits that they use for cutting down trees too close to power lines. Mm. Nice. But it's the arm from one of those that you could use as a weapon. <laughs> you, you I gotta take it. I must. You must. Check out chainsaw. You <laughs> I'm not familiar with that theorem of writing, but sure, let's go with it. Um, black powder weapons are like crossbows, right? Essentially. Uh, in Spelljammer, they are uh, weapons that actually deal more damage but require a turn to reload. Okay. And I don't believe any oh, of us come fuck. baked in with a proficiency. Well, he might as a fighter. Fighters do, yeah. Right. That feels out of my idiom. Yeah. To be. Right. Yeah, and anybody who has like the sailor background or pirate background would have it. Yeah. Arg. Arg. Yeah, arg. All right. But, I mean, the penalty would just be you roll without your proficiency bonifier, right? Yeah, you just use dex. And then the other penalty would be if you roll natural one, it explodes in your hands. That sounds um, like a chance I'm willing to take. I'd like to take a black powder rifle as well, please. You of course you are. <laughs> All right. Uh, advancing through the other side of the bridge, through the armory, uh, mm-hmm. you emerge in the other uh, engineering compartment where you see a matching hamster wheel. Uh, and this wheel is in a similar state of disrepair, in fact, slightly worse, because the crossbar that holds it up at the middle has actually bent, so the wheel is crooked now. So it won't spin at all? It won't spin at all, and there's actually, like, a a slight twinge of blue magic energy that hits where it's tilted like this, so it's, like, at the top where it's furthest bent and bowed out from its cavity, um, where there's, like, this abrasive blue energy, as if it's, like, running up against a force field or something like that. Okay. It's just, like, a strange bluish... Not quite lightning, more of like um, like every scene in Doctor Strange where something hits a shield. Yes, got it. Um, I feel like the imp- the implication here is if we get all of these hamster wheels back up and operable, we can get the ship moving again. Yeah. Okay, do you have like four I'm giant not, I'm not saying, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that that wheels? is what we should be doing. I'm saying that this is what we could be doing if we had the... If we, if, if, we were to, if we were able to do this, we could yeah. make that thing go, but I don't think we could do that. Yeah. So what's the passive perceptions in this party? Twelve. Uh, Fifteen. <laughs> Me and Paul synchronized going, duh. <laughs> Fifteen is my passive. Uh, let's see. Thirteen. Okay. Um, as you're sort of examining this hamster wheel, all of you can feel the presence of something watching you. And as you look around the room with this sensation in the back of your mind, you do in fact see that there is like sort of a catwalk or something up there. It's like an engineer's oversight kind of thing to look down on all the workers. And there is one gnome standing up there, no spacesuit. He has his hands like neatly pursed behind his back, and he's just looking down. And he's almost completely motionless. But he's standing up there totally silently just watching you. And he has um, like scraggly hair. It's a little unkempt. It looks like he hasn't had a bath in a few days. Uh, but he's also got one copper ring around one eye, and it looks like there's a cybernetic eye inside of it looking down at you. Okay. Uh, but it is also motionless in the cavity, and there is a length of copper piping that goes back, like the blade on some glasses, 
uh, up towards the ear and then around and then up in like an earpiece. And then he also has uh, a number of hoses and pipes that are coming down off of his lower chin and down into like a, some sort of structure inside of his clothing. Um, on one arm, you can see like right where the elbow would terminate and go into the forearm, uh, it actually is converted to a length of copper and brass piping and tubes that look like pistons that disappear behind the length of his back. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's the person who has things hand. Should we call out to him or throw axes at him? Message. Message him. Uh, so I use message and say, you know, are you a survivor? You become part of our greater whole. Oh, the Borg. I was going to say, come on, he's a little cutest. <laughs> At this point, you hear a clanking noise and a box in the back of the room overturns. I turn in that direction and look what the fuck happened. It just sounds like a, a bunch of mechanical shit overturning from the inside of a box. You can't really see. It's dark. Uh, what do you mean part of the, the greater whole? Um, your identity will be extinguished in service of the greater whole. You'll become part of my greater whole. <laughs> Is the box continuing to make noises or bounce around at all? Or? Uh, no, there's like a, a <clears throat> little ping here and there of like things moving or being overturned or whatever, but the like collapse of metal parts has been completed at this point. So I, I kind of feel like you and I, especially me, I'm going to roleplay it up, like we have no idea that you're doing message. Mm-hmm. Because it's silent to us. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's go check out that box. As far as we know, you're just keeping an eye on the gnome. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Okay. Um, do you have a torch? Uh, I can light one. I don't know what happened to my other one. Uh, probably stuck up some gnome's butt. <laughs> stuck up some gnome's butt. <laughs> I'm sure I have others. I'll, I'll light okay. another one. You have a torch. Uh, as you come around, you can hear what sounds like uh, vermin noises, but like loud vermin noises. The cancer noises. Fucking wear hamsters. I've had enough of these rats. <laughs> I've had enough of these motherfucking rats on this motherfucking, motherfucking spaceship. spaceship. <laughs> I pull out my black powder rifle. <laughs> yes. right. I'm gonna I'm gonna start trying to find out where those sounds coming from. Okay. Uh, as you come around through a couple stacks of boxes, and they're like tall metal boxes, crates full of shit. Uh, you come around one corner, and standing there is uh, the form of a giant space hamster. Um, which, for those of you who haven't seen it, is remarkably terrifying because it's about six foot high at the shoulder. It's a gigantic animal. It's bigger than a grizzly bear. It's huge. But it's just standing there. They're all playing the giant hamster for me. <laughs> it's just standing there, um, kind of sniffling the air, making the sounds I was just making. But when you get a better look with the torch, its body is covered in robotic parts. Oh, wow. Um, there is a giant, like the same thing that the, the gnome had before, a big ring around one eye with a cybernetic eye construct in it. And as you near, that construct actually like wheels open in a spiralized design, much like the wrist that you saw earlier. Like a camera. Or like a camera lens. Uh, and coming out is this small filament with tips on it that sort of scans the air like a snake's tongue and then descends back into the eye socket and it turns... <laughs> Um, so, 
I don't know, Lizard Man, he's seven foot tall and he's a big bruiser, but this <laughs> freaks him the fuck out. He is going to back up and drag you with him. Okay. And he's... I feel like this is a scene from Ghostbusters with the ghost at the beginning in the library. <laughs> Get her. Get her. <laughs> um, and I'm like, uh, uh, Tomasar thinks that uh, something has taken over all the creatures on this ship. Turned them into these robots. It's Tomasar a... is no robot. I will not be taken over. It's promise a... me. Promise me. <laughs> I won't let it happen to you, friend. <laughs> the machine's got him. I've been warning people for years. The spider alien robot babies. It probably came from that uh, stasis pod. What do we do about the hamster? We need to get out of here. We need hamster. I don't know how to get hamster. <laughs> we might need the hamster to run on the wheel. Why don't yes. we leave it alive for now? And if it if it decides to eat us, I'll, I'll use my new toy on it. Sold. Meanwhile, Spectre, you hear some clanking noises to your left and your right. And idiot's talking. <laughs> idiot's talking. Uh, and when you, like, try to turn your head and watch to see what's going on without losing track of the gnome up above, you see that there are now six gnomes on your left and five gnomes on your right, and they're all in identical postures. Joker's on the left of you. Clown's on your right. Here I am. Stuck in the middle of gnomes. Um, I say, when we become part of your larger whole, <laughs> when, we, when we enter your hole, Giggity. <laughs> when we enter your large hole, we are the gape. <laughs> we are the goats. <laughs> There's no resistance, it's too big. <laughs> It's like they're not a hot dog in a hallway. Like chucking a Plymouth Voyager into a black hole. <laughs> um, Satisfying for everyone. <laughs> when we become large, part of the larger hole, what is your end game? Your ship is at risk of decompression in less than 24 hours. And all their heads snap in unison to look at you, and they all say, Liberate us! That's creepy as fuck. And they all withdraw. How do we liberate you? The greater whole must expand. The greater whole must take territory. The greater whole must handle conflicts. Are we giving war talent a WMD? Sounds like it. <laughs> this is a stupid plan. <laughs> I mean, if there was any spelljammer character we made that would want a weapon of mass destruction, it's war talent. <laughs> Who are you? Um... We are darkness, we are the light. We are what you call gravity. We are gravity. gravity. <laughs> I am the whole master. You are the key the key can be master. We are interminable and so shall you be. Sounds like the black hole wants to crush us all into one singularity. I agree. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> we shooting our way out? There's, what, 12 gnomes? Yeah, yeah. so, like, that's like three people. <laughs> <laughs> and a giant hamster, so that's like 80 people. Oh, okay. I mean, are they just going to let us leave, though? Oh, do we try to double-cross them? 
I mean, we haven't really made a bargain with him. You can't double cross somebody until you made a bargain. Right, but if we say we yeah, could just be we're like, going to try to help you in peace. Yeah, we're gonna. Well, it yeah. doesn't. I mean, it still doesn't compute to me. So they want to be liberated, but they also want us to become one with them. So it feels like dichotomy. They want to be liberated. <laughs> no, but it still makes no sense to me. What does What does it mean? What does it all mean? What does it all mean? Tomasar wants to know. <laughs> what does it all mean? Join us and you will discover. And at that point, all of their right arms twitch out from behind their backs and long syringes emerge. Ew. Oh, oh. Uh, oh a big long syringe was what poked a hole in the fucking mess hall. Yeah. Yeah, is fuck it, this is shit. Is it the right yep. size? Is yep. it that size? Yep. yep, yep. Fuck that shit. Let's nope. let's either leave or kill them. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, oh. They, wait, wait a minute. No, I won't. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I mean, it's like six rounds, ten rounds. I'm not waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Just stand there and get poked. Oh, have you figured this out yet? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, Thank God they keep poking me in the head. Don't 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 don't. Thank God I took my tactical bath. Interesting. Your character's dumb. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit! I can only target. He's Alex Jones for spiders. That was my whole character, guys. <laughs> We could get them into a choke point, and I could target them individually. I could get like three of them. <laughs> well, here's what I'm going to say. It is six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably about a half an hour to go, and then we're going to wrap. Okay. Let's end the adventure with a skill challenge to get the fuck away. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like it. All right. So um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to have you guys escape from the ship during the skill challenge. Uh, the threats are. A cybernetic giant space hamster. <laughs> a small horde of the Borg gnome. Shaggy and Scooby. Oh yeah, they still exist. They're still out there somewhere. Velma potentially still out there. Stasis Pod is potentially still out there. And the van might still be in the cargo hold. Might. So, lots of things to resolve. Let's resolve all of them. Okay. Yeah, sure. Do I want to go with... Centuries will take an hour. That's not going to work. All right. Uh, each round, you're going to solve one problem. Okay. We have to work as a group to solve that problem. All right. I think I have an idea. All right. Problem number one. Go. Uh, I'm going to solve the problem of the space hamster. Um, he seems kind of uh, somewhat aggressive, I'm, and he's in a maze of boxes. I'm actually going to use acrobatics, which I'm trained in. Uh, so Big Fat Alex Jones is going to hop up. He's going to use acrobatics to hop up on top of boxes and tease the space hamster into a corner where he can't get out of and then push boxes over so he's boxed into a little pen. All right. Happy Boxing Day. Go get him. Uh, net one. All right. That is a fail. <laughs> I fall off the first box immediately flat on my back. Yeah, they're, uh, they're open top crates. <gasps> oh. You jump in and you fall into a pile of tools. They're right where you belong. Alright, who's next? Um, we can substitute spells for... Sure. Right? Okay. That's usually how I do it. I don't know how Okay, do cool. Um, I like anything as long as it's going to go fast. That's what we're <laughs> Well, this guy seems to be the leader up on the catwalk, right? Uh, and he's full of... Uh, <laughs> the catwalk, yeah. Metal parts. No boys. Interesting. I have heat metal. Yeah, Perfect. you do. <laughs> All right. That is an auto success on the gnomes. As you light him a flame, um, his creature type is auto. <coughs> Go figure. Uh, is uh, what? Auto gnome. 
which is a canonical creature from the Spelljammer books. Nice. Yeah. Um, when he dies, he explodes in a it's, fireball that does 13 points of damage to everything around him. It's like a manual cock. gnome, but you don't have to keep cocking him every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because if there's one thing I hate, it's cocking gnomes. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen some pictures that prove otherwise. Yeah, well. <laughs> I've seen the documents, folks. Don't be jealous. <laughs> All right, that is a success. All right, Godzilla, go go oh. Godzilla. Um, there goes Tokyo. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna follow his lead, except try to do it properly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Try to knock <laughs> shit in the way to block in the hamster somehow. So like pile of boxes or whatever. In fact, what I think I might do, if he's stuck in a box, I'm gonna try to jump up to grab that box and yank that one towards me while kicking off the rest of them into the direction. Awesome. To try to nice. save his ass. Oh, that sounds great. great. Yeah. Way to rescue Alex Jones. Yeah. Well, let's see. What the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Axel Jones. Uh, 17. That is a success as you knock the box over, getting one point against the hamster. <laughs> so, <laughs> at this point, the hamster is trying to dig its way out of the boxes. It is not yet a solved problem. Uh, the gnomes, their leader, has been dispatched as the heat metal caused his parts to vibrate apart uh, like a seized engine and just collapse and explode into a fireball. The other 11 gnomes, clearly taking that as a sign of hostility, uh, have now hit a button that is uh, not evident on their chest underneath their clothing, and they all slightly embiggen to the height of four and a half feet. Very menacing. Mm. I am familiar with this sort of thing. Yes. All right. Uh, And at this time, it's round two of the skill challenge. Go. All right. um, Van protecting. Uh, We can hop around sort of... Wiggly Bigly in the timeline, right? Time yeah, doesn't sure. exist on this ship. Um, there you go. Now you've got it. Uh, a spider whispers in my ear. And uh, I will tell that spider, you can you can let them know that if they're trying to take our van, it's scorched earth protocol. And um, <laughs> somewhere at the back end of the ship, somebody's trying to steal our van, and spiders just start crawling out of the air vents all over that. I'm, in, <laughs> nice. I'm intimidating them with spiders. Awesome. Nice. Uh, that's not very good, though. Twelve. 12 is a strike against... Ah, I suck at everything. So there's this great scene as the camera cuts to all the spiders coming out of the vents. Uh. And uh, you see in this vision is uh, Scooby and Scorb. Uh, and they're standing next to the van. They're trying to break in through the side. Uh. And all the spiders come out and they're like climbing up on top of the van. And all of a sudden there's this blast of fire. And a scorched, stabbed wizard comes staggering out from the hallway and it's Velma. Oh, fuck! <laughs> right. And she blew up our van! <laughs> Where are we supposed to smoke weed? <laughs> Next. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Do right. I saw leader gnome die in front of me. Yes. Right? Yep. That makes you the new leader gnome. <laughs> Interesting that you would say that. I am your captain uh, now. <laughs> oh, but he's farther than thirty feet away from me, right? Okay, never mind. Just, uh, jump. Go, go full narrative. Just go crazy. Like, do things. Uh, I steal his shadow and uh, put it on like a disguise, and now I look like a leader. And now you look like an autonome. Okay, cool. Uh, I will say that's using a mechanic to beat the skill check. That is a success as you are no longer being harassed by mecha autonomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's one success against the gnomes. No big deal. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to fucking roar at him. Okay. And all the other auto gnomes. <laughs> Run! I cannot do the Godzilla voice, but that's the best I'm going to do with the seven foot Godzilla is roar at these fucking things, and it's an intimidation. Right. And I've rolled a 
Um, 20. Non-natural 20. Oh, shit. All right, as you roar... And there's like phlegm and all kinds of other shit just spewing at them. Uh, you roar at them, and at first it looks like they are basically fearless, like they're not responding to you in any way. But the actual vibration of your voice on the nice. walls and everything, they don't react, but one of the light fixtures overhead actually shakes itself apart and nice. collapses part of the ceiling down, and it crushes a couple of them, who then explode, and the other ones have to scatter to avoid the explosions. Nice. Nice. I'll take that. Thank you. Wait for it. I got you. I uh, got that's you. great. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's on loop. Yeah, forever. Yep. It'll uh, be your alarm in the morning. <laughs> that would be a hell of an alarm. Holy shit, I wake up and piss my bed. Round three. Uh, would it be a deception or persuasion role to tell my gnome minions to go intercept the people fucking around with the van? Deception, for sure. Okay. I do that in a gnome voice. Do it in your gnome voice. Gnome voice. There we go. Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> Kermit the Frog here. I'm here to tell you to commit heinous murder and this <laughs> inside of the black hole. Help us go through and whatnot. That's a six fuck. Yeah, it sounds like you are not well, convincing six. as a gnome. And unfortunately, uh, they were going to leave you alone because you looked like one of them. And then as soon as you spoke, you gave up your cover and now they all turn to look at you again with the syringes. Hmm. Well, you guys still have long shredders, so you've got 40 feet of movement. <laughs> yes. Bye, guys! Alright, who's next? Uh, I'm going to use investigation. Uh, assuming that this uh, the gnomes are now like a, like lockstep marching down the hallway coming after us. Uh, investigation to see if I can't, like as we're running away, like read the signs on the door going by to see if I might see a door that might contain a stasis pod. Sounds good. That is actually going to be a success. That is a 21. Okay. Uh, the first thing you find is uh, you're rushing down the hallway, and there's a series of doors, and the hallway terminates. So you're going to have to go left or right to okay. these doors. The next thing you see is uh, keeping one of the doors ajar is a corpse, a very large corpse. At first, you think it's another hamster, but it's not. It is, in fact, uh, it looks like a gigantic hyena that has been splayed open from the base of the jaw to the anus and pulled apart across the center piece. And splayed out like a tent. Jesus fucking God. And it was laid out in the doorway, holding the door open and pinned into the floor with what looks like bone spiking. Zoic screw! What the hell? This took a turn. And now you have your choice. You're going in that door or you're going in one of the other doors? That door. Alright. Uh, when you get into that door, you see from the rear profile, the um, facing like into a viewpoint... Uh, viewfinder window type thing is uh, the form of um, what the hell did I call him? Uh, Shagwar. Yeah. And he's just standing totally motionless looking out the window. Oh god, he's Blair Witched. And he slowly turns to face you and he's got purple veins all over his face and there's just a hint of like metal oh god, coming out from behind ah! the skin. And he just says liberate us. I'll get right on it, pal, and I hook at his face. <laughs> uh, I believe that was one success. Yeah. Great. Next. So, 
she's sort of stuck, surrounded by these gnomes, or are they like right right on her? Or they're they uh, they're like closing in on her. Uh, as Brian pointed out earlier, most of them are marching in board formation. Like, okay. Yeah. So my roar causes lights to come down and all this stuff. I want to grab one and give it a yank and try to grab all the other interconnected ones and yank them all down on top of these gnomes so that we can get the fuck, fuck out of yeah. there. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll awesome. Being a bruiser is awesome. Uh, it's going to be a 16. That is a huge success. As the fourth success against the gnomes, you manage to drop all the lights down onto the gnomes. And any remaining ones have been so, like, spread out from the explosions of their allies and all the other chaos that you guys have caused. The gnomes are no longer part of the equation. Gnomes defeated. Still have Hamster, Van, and the Scooby Gang. <sighs> Fuck. <clears throat> That's a lot of things. Yes. How many rounds does a skill challenge? <clears throat> I feel like. <laughs> Until we're done. Fair enough. All right. Uh, I'm tr- keeping track of your failures. If you fail at a certain objective a lot of times, bad shit will happen. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, presumably, there's also a stasis pod. If you're curious, what's going on with that shit? I'm trying. Yeah, that's what I was working on. Okay. Uh, although I, I don't know if that's something I can solve with a skill challenge. Not with a skill challenge, but if we go that direction, I have a thing prepared. Okay. Because um, I really want to see what that is. Yes. Uh, but right now, I believe I am locked in melee with uh, or in combat with Borg Shagu. Uh, yeah, you're about to be. Uh, yeah. You said you threw an axe on your turn. Yes, I want to. So you're going to act first in this round. Okay. Um, no attack roll necessary. <clears throat> The axe strikes him easily, mm-hmm. hits him right in the center, and when it hits, um, you know the scene in National Lampoons when they cut the turkey and it's too dry? Yes. The skin <laughs> oh my god. Oh. And he is uh, just a brass and copper skeleton, uh, like a robotic skeleton. So, like, he was always like this? You don't know that. Or. Jesus fuck. Okay. So he splits open and the skin drops off like a cheap coat, and emerging from it is a brass and copper skeleton with taloned fingers, and it starts to amble towards you. Oh fuck. Okay. Um But he's moving kinda like slow and goofy, right? Yeah, he hasn't quite found his skeleton footing. Um What about uh um uh, Scoob or Skurb? Uh he's very dead. Super dead, like not a not a combat. He's currently a carpet. Yeah. Can I use acrobatics to like sort of bait the slow, clumsy moving skeleton to walking out the door and then like sidestepping real quick and shut the door behind him? Sure. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Uh, it's an eleven on the die for a total of I think fifteen. All right, that is one success against the Scooby Gang. Yeah, fifteen confirmed. So now I'm in the room, hopefully with the stasis pod. We'll see. <laughs> All right, next check. Uh, are we in the hallway outside the... You're wherever you want to be. This is narrative. Okay. Um... You could choose the free action. Um... <laughs> I'm just trying to... I don't think it would be wise to go all the way to the van and do that, except... This is my autonome music, by the way. The only one who's still alive is Velima, right? Velma, and yeah, uh, well, I don't know if this is real Shaguaro or not. Or if it's a you know, mimic of some sort. Yeah. Um, Velma is definitely alive, though. Yeah. Um, fuck it, I'm going to run to the, the back of the ship. Okay. What's the skill you're doing? Um, 
and what threat are you trying to overcome? So basically, it's I want to know what you're trying to fight and what you're trying to do to do it. Uh, I am going to try to get to where Velma is, so I'm fighting the, the Scooby gang. Okay. Um, but it's a ways off, so I'm going to use acrobatics to get nimbly-bimbly through the ship. Okay. Oh, Crit. yes. Nice. All right, excellent. So what you find is going through the other side of the ship, uh, the damage that has been done to the inside of the ship is actually catastrophic on this side. You didn't see it when you were coming in for the landing because this was the side facing away towards the black hole. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you get into this compartment, it's another one of these 100 foot by 50 foot chambers, but the floor has been completely obliterated. It's just gone. However, docked at one side of this empty expanse is a prototype skelicopter. (laughs) Made entirely out of gnomish bones. Oh my god. Oh god, that sounds crazy. Oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> and over to you. <laughs> God. <laughs> you need a minute? <laughs> Give me a minute alone with the skeleton. <laughs> yeah. It's not the only boner in the room right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Spectre's antlers just kind of... Erect <laughs> <laughs> <wrecked> themselves. <laughs> it's better not awaken something within me. <laughs> so I'm going to go in the room with him. Yeah. He's got his... Uh, Pod, right? He's with the stasis pod, right? We'll say yes. We'll flash forward to that point. Okay. Okay. And are you... Your opponent's dead in there. Right? So uh, I, I shoved him out a door and closed the door behind him. Okay. He's kind of clumsy, so it was kind of like Frankenstein-y. Okay. So I'm going to go in the room with you and say, uh, is that the... Is that the pod? There's only one way to find out, folks. Um, I'm going to try to figure out how to get the pod loose and take it with us. Okay. Is it big? Is it huge? Is it... It is big. It is large enough for, uh, would say, maybe eight people to sleep in it. Oh, wow. wow. A real quality tent. Is there anything in it? Can, is there a way to see it? <laughs> yeah, why don't you go look? <laughs> Funny you should ask. Look, um, there's no windows on it. I'm, I'm not opening it. I just wanted to know if there was anything. There is see. what looks like would have been glass panels, but it's frosted over or made humid inside. It's hard to say. Some sort of interference on the glass, frosting it, not allowing you to look through. Does it? So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna this is gonna really be fucking dumb because I'm a dumb dinosaur, but I'm gonna go ahead and investigate to see what, what the hell it is and how it's put together and can we take it and I'm gonna look at the fuck's it doing. I rolled an eight. So that's a seven. Sounds good. And mark that down as a fail. Yeah. Alright, so here's the deal. Currently, the hamster's still on the loose. Oh. Okay, we still have that problem. I thought I boxed them in. <laughs> you got one success on him. Oh, okay. Um, the Scooby Gang is nearly defeated. Mm. You don't know what the story is with Shaguar and Robo Shaguar. Yeah. Uh, you don't know about the van yet. Still have a lot of problems to fix. Yeah. When we get to the pod, uh-huh. I have a puzzle. Oh, oh. a pod puzzle. A pod. Just okay, so I, I'm gonna throw this out there. This is this is unfair for me to say because I'm sitting in my own kitchen, but I'm willing to go until you are out of material. Do whatever you feel like doing or whatever the group wants you to do, don't worry about what Alright, well let's say this. I have the puzzle. Do you want to do the puzzle before the skill challenge continues or at the end of the skill challenge? I think this feels like a good break for skill challenging to go to a puzzle. Well, I'm not in the room currently. I will allow you to play in the puzzle because it's stupid not to. Okay. Let's puzzle over this. Let's puzzle it. Puzzle. Let's puzzle This is the outside of the pod. That's the Simon game. Button, 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 button. And these are lights lit left to right. Okay. All right, so we've got green, yellow, yellow red. two reds, two whites, a purple, and another, and an orange. Oh, are those whites white, white lights, or are they off? 
They are not lit. Okay. And when you look at the pod, it is, as I mentioned, big enough for about eight people to sleep in. And it is a pod that looks like uh, four on one side, four on the other, sleeping head to head. Uh, would have actually had occupants in it. Is this um? There are eight lights. Con. <laughs> Two of those pods have actually been forcibly opened with uh, giant chainsaws. Um, which I have. Uh, those are the lights that are out. I assume. Mm-hmm. And there's no like you know clear windows to look inside a pod. All there's frosted. Nothing. It's all frosted. Okay, it's all frosted. You said. Uh, but when you look inside the ones that have popped open with the chainsaw parts. Uh, it does appear that it was how you would expect it to be for something to sleep in there. It's got you know, like a padded bottom, and um, however, inside of it is the uh, discoloration indicative of like, um, like melted human fat, like when you leave a corpse in one place for too long. Kind of like yellowy, whitish. Yeah. Is there anything on the pod that makes it look like the metal in the gnomes or the hand or any of that other stuff? Is it like the same sort of mechanics, and, or is it something? Different? It is not similar to the construction of the pod. Hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so there are eight individual units within the stasis thing, and there are two that have been cut open, and there's two lights out. Mm-hmm. Can I sort of, like, make a mental map of, like, okay... Triangulate where the Yeah, which are. two are the ones where the lights are out so that I can see how the lights orient to the to the thing? Yes, you can tell which ones would be basically <coughs> one, two, three, four, and five. Okay, all right. And six and seven, eight. All right. Um, using that, I'd like to look at... There are two that are red. Looks like three and four. Is there any observable difference from the outside? No. Do you want to start poking buttons? I mean, I don't know if we can do anything else. Like, yeah. We don't have enough information. Yeah. All right. Um, fuck it. I'm going to poke this big button on the top. The top button? Yep. All right. Now you push the top button, this light starts to blink. Oh, shit. Okay. Does the blinking remain constant? I push it again. It stops blinking. Okay. All right. <laughs> the right one? The right one. All right. The, this right one or that right one? This one. This one. Okay. Push that, that one. one. You push that, it flashes red briefly and goes back to green. Okay. Uh, Wait, did this one flashes red briefly? Mm-hmm. Okay. Press did, this I, one. Okay, so I think this one cycles through Sorry. the lights. All right. Um... Um. All right, I press this one. Uh, it briefly flashes yellow and then goes back to green. Okay. All right, Wait, so I... I oh, go, we, oh, go ahead. What if we press this one again? Does it turn a different color? No, it flashes this yellow again and goes back to green. All right, so this is yellow, or this is red, this is yellow, this is blank. Or it's green, and if you press it on green. green, it already blinks. So let's... Let's push this one to skip to the next light and then hit the green button. Okay. Uh, when you push this one, this one shuts off for a hot second and then turns green again. Okay. Maybe the yellow one is talking, you know, makes a sequence. Uh, well, okay, so we could probably do it if you cycle to the orange and hold down yellow and red and then hit the off button. And then green would be... So when you get to the orange one, and you have to hold down the two to make the color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you click the unengage button, it actually does cause both deadbolts to open up. So okay. if it, it appears that if it's been caused to blink that color and been locked into place, mm-hmm. 
the door will open. Okay. So we have to match the blinking color and... And lock it in with the button. Okay. Okay. Well, then, I mean, presumably we just go through all and figure that out. Yeah. Um, the only one is purple, which I... Green and red? Yeah, we'll give it a shot. Uh, when you do the green and red, it does come out to an odd shade of purple, but purple all the same. And the door opens up. All right. Okay, so we can just open them all up. Yeah, sounds like it. All right. This is the worst possible plan. Yeah. On my ass. <laughs> yeah, get your chainsaw ready. <laughs> uh, when you open up the first pod and you look inside, it's one of the green ones, and it appears to be the body of a long dead orc. Mm-hmm. Very, very dead. Um, otherwise, no issues there. Second green one, same story, just a dead orc. You mean yellow? Dork. There's only one green one. Uh, yeah, so two reds, right? Yeah, that's yeah. So yellow, you get to yellow, and it is the body of an orc uh, who has been uh, injured horribly. Uh, looks like slashed apart, and there's a puncture wound uh, under one of his uh, pectorals. Like a needle puncture Up and wound? in, like from this, yeah. Syringe? Possibly. Hard to say, because he's been dead a long time. Right. Uh, when you get to the first red one, uh, there is an orc inside who has uh, a number of wires that are coming out of his ears and down into uh, electrodes on his chest. And there is a single brass pipe that comes out from one of the nasal cavities. Just like the gnomes. Arcs out to the side. Yeah. Uh, he appears to be inactive. Uh, the same is true for the next red one. Shut those. Can we come back reshut those two and lock them? Wait, before we do, he's got wires leading down to his chest. Can we make an attempt to jury rig the voice box to the wires on his chest? <laughs> See what he's got anything to say? Well, I think it only... Oh, like, a, like a dead orc seance? Oh a techno seance? But it's it's only for Thrycreen. It, it doesn't work for other languages. I mean, what else are we doing with it? It's worth a shot. <laughs> All right. So that's what those, those colors do. Uh, in the orange one, there appears to be uh, another one of the orcs that has this copper piping, mm-hmm. but he is stirring. Like he is waking up from his cryostasis. Maybe we should put the box on him. And in the purple one is an orc who appears to be unimpacted by the robotic nonsense going on, who also is stirring and starting to wake. Okay. So, green is dead, yellow is dead, red's red's dead. Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> red's dead, baby. Red's dead. Yeah, orange um, and purple appear to still orange be alive. Orange and purple are alive. But uh, red are dead mm-hmm. and infected with technology, whereas green and yellow are dead just, just because dead. of other ways play works. Okay. I suggest we shut, keep the orange one shut outright, and maybe we talk to the live scrow. I like that idea. I do speak orcish. I'm half orc, so. Oh. Yeah, Alex Jones is a half orc. Look at the build. <laughs> the physiology. <laughs> he is a horc. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I thought it was half um, potato. Let's just gently close the potato. <clears throat> well, yeah, if you're half work, you have something else. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Uh, so you close the clamshell on orange. In purple, pork potato. <laughs> the orc uh, starts to emerge. Uh, and he blinks slowly and he looks up at everything in the room. Am I alive? Is this hell? This is an orcish. It's not hell, friend, but we're close to it. What has happened here? Well, you're going to have to fill us in on some of the details. Uh, you were locked in a stasis pod, and some sort of technological virus has taken over the gnomes and some of your uh, dead friends in these other pods. It's still here? Why did you open the pods? We didn't. The gnomes did, but we're here to... 
I guess rescue you. I, you couldn't have come when we were dying aboard our own ship. We. No, that was a hundred years ago, but we're here now. Better late than never. A hundred years? What of my people? What? We time for that later. We need to go. Agreed. We have a van, but we're going to need your help defending it. A van? By the river. <laughs> it's a pretty bitchin' van. What planet are we on? Where is this river? We're on a ship orbiting a black hole. I hate that. Yes, we do too. He um, he tries to get out <laughs> oh of the pod. He's obviously very dizzy and disoriented. I'll you know help him to his feet if I can. He uh, he gives you a handshake as he like gets to his feet. He says, "Glad you shake." Yeah. He says, uh, <laughs> "The hand job is customary." Here you go, bud. Nice to meet you. <laughs> they call me Jimmy the Orc. Oh my God, we're awful people. He uh, introduces himself. I'm Gracknack Starnob. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you are. <laughs> you want an axe? Yes. I know a room with a bunch of shit. Come here. <laughs> Watch out for the giant hamster. We never solved that part of the, the equation. <laughs> <laughs> the space hamsters are here? Yes, my friend. We are in space. In hamster territory. The hamster quadrant. Hamster college. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, over the course of the rest of the skill challenge, Gracknack Starnob will tell you that um, this... Technovirus occurred when the Skrull were fleeing their pursuers and the elves launched a doomsday device while they were trying to escape through the crystal sphere walls. And they were drawn in through a wormhole and deposited on the other side of the crystal sphere where their ship was cursed with a ghost of technological... So the doomsday device and the technological virus are two separate things. Yeah. Okay. I thought the technological virus was the doomsday device they detonated. He explains he doesn't believe that the elves created the device that caused their um, weird technological infestation. Mm -hmm. Just that they caused (laughs) the destruction of that side of the crystal sphere. Wow. Okay. And released the Borg gnomes on us. Yep. (sighs) All right. Well, if you didn't hate the elves before, here's your invitation. Elves are dicks. Yeah. It's true, friend. The elves are dicks. I've seen the documents. That they are. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, we are back to the skill challenge to wrap this shit up. When last we left off, uh, we had Spectre about to fly a skelicopter. <laughs> what is its uh, carrying capacity? Is it four other people on it? No, it could not. No. But <laughs> Just you and your giant balls. It's a, it's a Richard Scary helicopter, basically, nice. but made out of bones. Yeah, yeah, it's got pedals on it. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was made by gnomes, and it it's not big enough to support a steam engine, so. But it is made out of gnome bones. Gnome, gnome bones about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, where do I fly this fucking thing? Like, I'm not... Does it have a gun on it? No. You know what? Sure, it has a gun. <laughs> it has a gun I found. Well, I, I mean, strafing runs on uh, Velma. Yeah. It's probably the order. It has a bunch of femurs that are missing the, um, what is it, the the stuff inside the marrow? The marrow. Yeah. Uh, It's been hollowed out, and (laughs) instead it's filled with Greek fire. Oh, that's awesome! It's got a flamethrower! You know what? Take that shit to the fucking space hamster and show that thing what's up. (laughs) I'll allow it. (laughs) All right. It's just like when we set that hamster on fire when we were kids. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, so, uh, narrate a little yarn and give me a skill check. 
so uh, Spectre hops into the bone copter, or skelicopter. Skelicopter, please. Sorry, Use the correct term. Or Spectre's pronouns. And <laughs> you just hear... As this, like, Richard Scary-looking fucking thing just comes down the hallway and it's going back towards the hall with the hamster. <laughs> First off, it's bone-outs. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Fuck me. And, uh, you know, she gets into the room with the hamster and sort of triangulates where the giant hamster is. I don't imagine that's particularly hard. It's a big boy. And there is a, uh... A humerus, or another, the top part of the femur sticking out of the thing. Yeah. She just pulls it back like a lever. <laughs> it's actually great, because for a minute, there's nothing that happens, and the uh, it's like a Gatling gun of bones, and it starts it's spinning, spinning real fast, and after it spins for a minute, it just starts spraying out chemical <laughs> fire. I'm just, I'm just picturing, like, the image of this tiny bone helicopter spraying, like... Like flaming napalm on a giant hamster, but like the audio from the end of Predator when it explodes, he's gonna hear the helicopter, helicopter pilot go, My God. <laughs> and uh, as stoic as she has been so far, you just hear, <laughs> I love the smell of burning <laughs> hamster in the morning. Smells like dipshitter. Smells like dinner. <laughs> Alright, that is uh, the ultimate success on the hamster. The hamster is defeated. <laughs> this is a proud moment for you. <laughs> Alright, we still have a little remnants of the Scooby Gang in the van to resolve here, so let's wrap it up. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I like think... their parents should have. Whoa. Gross. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take uh, Gre- Grecknack. Grecknack. Starnock. Starnock. <laughs> Give a dog a battle axe. Um... And we are going to... I, I said we we're going to try Intimidation. We're going to bust in with a with full orc-blooded fury. All we're right. both trained in uh, Intimidation. Well, maybe all three of us could go in and, like, in, like, uh, Charlie's Angels poses. I'm still in the helicopter. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Gorbag Gore uh, and the yeah, two of us. Dick Dick Nose and Alex Jones. <laughs> um, okay, will you allow him to help me on the skill challenge? Uh, no, Can I also do Intimidation? Yeah. We yeah just, okay, yeah. Well, I'll do Intimidation. We'll do this together. I'll do sexy poses. Oh, uh, can he give me advantage on my roll? If he spends inspiration to do that. Uh, is that, is that his... Uh, I mean, Grecknack. Oh. Um, no, you can give you a d4. Ew. Uh, I rolled an 18 on my 18 is huge. Mine is shit. Yours is shit. So I break in all cool and you trip over yourself. Yeah. <laughs> As is his watch. Yeah, I'm down again, guys. I'm down. <laughs> I think I sprained my, my Jablonski. <laughs> You're like Paul Blart, but <laughs> just for the patina of Axel Jonas. <laughs> well, his helping you, uh, Grackknack, is when you fall mm. down, he grabs you by the back of the collar and lifts you back up. <laughs> <laughs> Get him! Kung Fu! <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, uh, Velma, who is scorched and stabbed and bleeding, and it looks like she's magically patched herself up some, uh, is standing over a bunch of roasted spiders and has managed to get the passenger door open. On your Plymouth Voyager. <laughs> High adventure in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and we have one final round. I'll say that you can get there whenever you want. If you want to still be in the Skelicopter, I won't stop you. <laughs> it's probably faster than you. Maybe. 
probably safer than running. I mean, it's pedal power, so it's really just as fast as you move your feet either way. Yeah, yeah. but I'm still hovering, so I'm not like tripping over shit. It's gnome feet, though, so it's like. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's like he's trying to pedal the world's tiniest gracicle. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so one more round of skill challenges? Yes. Alright, uh, what do I want to do? Holy crap. This will, this will be an action skill challenge, I guess? Yeah. Alright, um. This will be our wrap up, so this final round will determine the end of this adventure. Man, I kind of just want to, like, fight her. Yeah. And beat the shit out of her. Yeah. I mean, that could be our final round of skill challenges, just beating the fuck out of her. I mean, I'll take it. I, I mean, if you want to just convert to combat. Like, is there fuck to be beaten? Uh, I mean, if it's a combat, it's going to be over in one round before she gets to cast any spells anyway, so... Yeah, let's just kill this bitch. <laughs> Killing a bitch is good. Do you want to initiate we'll do a full or? narrative, actually. Uh, just everybody can have a turn beating the fuck out of her. We'll do a little yarn about how she gets murderated. All right. Um... Do you mind if I go first? Or no, oh. you're in the helicopter. You should go first. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, God. Me? Thank it's a, you. It's a caster on caster face off. Yeah. Bitch. Take your face <sighs> off. <laughs> um. Oh, shit. What do I do? Um. You know what? Fuck it. I, I have my full hit points back. Um. <laughs> So I just, you know, wheel up in the helicopter and I jump out into the passenger side of the band and just... <laughs> <laughs> just jamming So she's, like, climbing into the side of the van. She's gotten the door open and she's about to go hotwire your van and drive away in it. And you come leaping out of a bone helicopter <laughs> into the passenger door and start stabbing her in the back. And she's, like, trying to put her, like, bag of scrolls between you and the blade and everything else so that she can try to avoid getting stabbed too badly. And you're starting to jam your uh, weapon now into, like, leather bag material, and it's causing it to be more difficult to kill her. Who's next? Oh, you're next. Okay. She's still got one hand in the van. I'm going to slam the door shut. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear something break. <laughs> you're not sure if it's the Voyager or not. <laughs> All right, and Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla. Um... This doesn't fit any of this narrative, but I have to say it because it's just, I just think it's the Make best. It happen. He's going to reach in, grab her, throw her out. You did not call shotgun! <laughs> <laughs> and she goes tumbling onto the floor. She's got a bunch of like superficial stab wounds. She's got a broken wrist. She's got a bunch of holes in her scroll bag. One of the scrolls is actually falling out of it now. And she goes, Jinkies! <laughs> and expires. <laughs> The helicopter crashes on her. Perfect. Yeah, it's like the end of Goldeneye. She's laying there in the helicopter, just descending slowly. Zenya on a top. <laughs> All right, and as the adventure ends, the three of you jump into the Plymouth Voyager with your newfound friend, Crackneck Starnob. Some very important intel on what the elves were up to 100 years ago. And uh, as your Plymouth Voyager escapes out the back hatch of Godzilla's War. Yep. <laughs> the back hatch of this vessel. Um, you do a quick head count. One, two, three, four, five. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Is that the cliffhanger? Yes. <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> Concern it.